Hey, wake up. Welcome to the Numbers Podcast. On the Numbers Podcast, we will present general information about various topics, looking at each topic from a numbers point of view. The initial viewpoint for any topic will be from a high elevation. Then we will generally keep dropping an elevation to get a closer look. Often we will get to ground elevation and then crawl through the weeds and sometimes we might even go below ground to sift through the dirt. This podcast is an adventure, and you are invited to join us on the journey. By presenting the numbers to you, the intent is to stir your interest. You may even want to look into the topic yourself. There are already over 100 topics planned to present to you. Please subscribe to this podcast and join us on the journey. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact us at mynumberspodcast at gmail.com. The email address has continuous letters, no spaces. This episode of the Numbers Podcast will continue shortly. In this episode of the Numbers Podcast, we will present the population density in the world and look at its effect on the required use of land in the world, all from a numbers point of view. The numbers presented are approximate, not exact. Density can mean how much of something is in a unit of volume, like how many pounds of water in a gallon. In this case of population density, it is not per unit of volume, but rather per unit of area that we will review. It is number of people per square mile of land. The population in 2021 was about 7.9 billion people. In the year 2070, the human population is predicted to be 10.5 billion. That is about a 33% increase in the world population. How might that affect the Earth and its environment? The Earth has approximately 197 million square miles of surface. To get an idea of a square mile, picture a square box drawn on a very large sheet of paper. With each leg of the box a mile long. All the paper within the box makes up the area, a square mile. 
If the legs of the box were 10 miles long, the area in the box would be 100 square miles. You multiply one leg length by the adjacent leg length. That would be 10 miles by 10 miles, or 100 square miles. Saltwater oceans make up about 69% of the Earth's surface, and freshwater makes up about 2%, for a total of 71% of the Earth's surface being water. The remaining 29% can be called land. The land has mountains, deserts, glaciers, forests, and grasslands. What percent are they of the total land? Desert and mountains make up about 33%. Forests, shrubs, and grasslands, a total of about 26%. Urban-related area is about 3%. Agricultural cropland is about 13%, and pasture land is about 25%. Pasture land is used to raise animals for human consumption. Urban area, croplands, and pasture lands are directly associated with human needs. Combined, they make up about 41% of the Earth's land. 41% of the Earth's land surface is a little less than 24 million square miles. If we divided that 41% evenly between the population of about 7.9 billion people, that would roughly be 84,000 square feet per person, or about two acres per person. That is roughly the size of an average soccer playing field. That's two acres for your house, land to grow all your vegetables and fruits, land to feed your livestock so you can have meat and dairy products, land for what you do to earn money, for your hospital, for your school, for your church, for your golf course, roads go between all these, on and on. Can you fit it all in two acres? The world population keeps growing. To maintain the same style of living that the world has now, each of those future people will need their two acres of land too. But where will we get the land? To quote Will Rogers, land, they aren't making any more of it. The population in 2021 was 7.9 billion people. About 24 million square miles of the Earth's surface was used to feed and house the population. The area of the Earth covered by forest, shrubland, and grassland was about 15 million square miles. In 20 years, in 2040, the world population is predicted to be 9.2 billion people. The area needed to feed and house that population will be about 28 million square miles. That's an increase of 4 million square miles compared to today. The only place to take it is from forests, shrubland, and grassland. 
That will decrease the forest by more than 25% from what they are today. In 50 years, in 2070, the world population is predicted to be 10.5 billion people. The area needed to feed and house that population will be about 32 million square miles. That's an increase of about 8 million square miles compared to today. The only place to take it is from the forest, shrubland, and grassland. That will decrease the forest by over 50% from what they are today. Can you picture where this is headed? Fortunately, the predicted growth rate in 2070 is only 0.03%, so it is barely growing. The conversion of forest to croplands will slow too. But losing 25% of our forests is not good. Forests are a big converter of carbon dioxide to oxygen. About 30% of the world's oxygen comes from forest. The other 70% mostly comes from marine plants. Will the loss of forest land speed up the warming of the world's climate? Will the warming climate affect the amount of oxygen generated by the marine plants? I am a fan of oxygen. As the world population grows, and if the agricultural system cannot generate enough food for the people, people have no choice but to move where they perceive food to be. This could be mass migration and be one cause of all kinds of stress and calamity on the peoples of the world. Will humans develop more efficient methods to generate the calories and nutrients needed to live? In the year 2070, with the predicted world population of about 10.5 billion people, the required urban area will be about 2.3 million square miles, an increase of about 500,000 square miles from today. Where is that land going to come from? It will come from farmland, which will in kind require an additional 500,000 square miles of forest to be converted to agriculture. In all this review of agricultural land needed, recall that the Earth's surface covered by fresh water is about 2%. 70% of the fresh water is tied up in glaciers. So that leaves only 30% of the world's fresh water available for our use. We all rely on fresh water to live. The volume we show today will need to be shared by an additional 2.6 billion people in 2070. But good news! With the warming climate of the Earth, the glaciers are melting. But oh yeah, that fresh water melts into the salty ocean water, changing the salinity level of the oceans and changing ocean current and weather dynamics. Yes, we can clean up salty ocean water to make it fresh. All it takes is lots and lots of energy. This re review may sound a little dire, but remember, it is just a scenario based on humans keeping on the path of the same means of living.
We do have an intellect and an intuition. We can look down the road and foresee problems. We can determine how to change course to diminish the probability of future problems. Many of you listening will be living in 2070. Thank you for listening to the Numbers Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it. If you'd like to send a comment, ask a question, or suggest a topic, please email us at mynumberspodcast at gmail.com. The email address has continuous letters with no spaces. Until next time, be love. They place the crown of thorns on his knees. He would be dead. They placed his crown. His cross says, King of the Jews, but they didn't know that he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Saved, saved by grace.